Thanks for listening to the Adam Carolla Show on Podcast One. RockAuto.com. Why spend 30 to 50%, even 100% more for the same parts that a chain store or dealership might have? Why spend so much there? Why not go to RockAuto.com? It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Everything from engine control modules to brakes to motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic car or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few clicks delivered direct to your door. Go to rockauto.com. See all the parts available for your car or your truck. Write Corolla in the How Did You Hear About Us? So that is Corolla, C-A-R-O-L-L-A, in the How Did You Hear About Us box. So they know we sent you an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Another day, another unknown. It could bring your biggest order yet or a new cyber threat. Whatever happens, Comcast Business will keep you ready with a network that can deliver gig speeds to the most businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary. Hey, good news. We're coming to you live from Raleigh, and Kyle Dunnigan, who always delivers, is going to be on the show. So be prepared for that. First, let me tell you about Geico. Do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, and then there is your automotive policy. So you take your homeowner's or your renter's insurance, you bundle it up with your automotive policy, you take it all to GEICO, save a ton of dough, save a bunch of time. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around the house. Let's go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see just how much you could be saving when you get your bundle working at GEICO. That is GEICO.com. Hey, movie lovers, who needs a theater when you have Pluto TV? Grab your popcorn and your streaming device because free movies are here. Pluto TV is your home for movies. Great movies are playing anytime in over 20 exclusive movie channels of action, horror, rom-coms, and more. Watch hits like Saving Private Ryan, Pretty in Pink, and Charlie's Angels all for free. No signups, no fees, no contracts. Ever. Download the free Pluto TV app on any device. Have you heard about Innovation on the Edge with Microsoft Edge? It's a weekly podcast that explores the cutting edge of internet innovation and pop culture trends. Each week, we'll dig into how people are currently using the web to innovate, notable ways in which it's evolving, what its future might look like, and how we can create the future together. Welcome curious creators, disruptors, and innovators to Innovation on the Edge. Listen and download now at Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. From Good Nights Comedy Club in Raleigh, North Carolina, this is the Adam Carolla Show. Adam's guest today, Kyle Dunnigan, with Mike Dawson on news, Paul Bryan on sound effects, and a spirited round of Blah Blah Blog. And now, the show last night went so well, there's a petition to change the name of the state to North Carolla Lineup. Adam Carolla!
have to pee. <laughs> I know it's early. Sad, but the bathroom's upstairs. Uh, thanks, you guys, for uh, coming out and uh, joining me and, and us tonight. Uh, I love your uh, fair city. I say fair because it's fair to Midland. It's not, it's not great. No, no, it's, it's, it's nice. I was... Uh, I decided to get my first haircut at a black barber shop today. <laughs> Unfortunately, that dream was not realized because there was one fucking person in front of me and the guy spent an hour and 20 minutes on half his beard. So this honky had to pack it up and head back to the hotel at a certain point because uh, we got to do a show tonight. But, you know, I just kind of realized like it's a cultural thing, like the black barbershop versus... Like, I normally go to the Supercuts in Burbank, California, and there's an Armenian woman who is smoking and in a rush and if I'm there for more than 19 minutes she's pissed off <laughs> so it's kind of in and out but I realized the black barbershop's a little more of a cultural experience you know how you doing what's going on sit here until the white guy leaves uh, there's a, <laughs> it's a cultural it's a cultural thing going on the guy finished the guy's hair and then got into the beard. My whole thing is, is, if you want the fucking beard sawed off, you go back in line. It's time for the honky to get in. Get the back of his neck buzzed. We went out to the... Um, I, I wrote it down. Uh, we went to the Lawrence Barbecue at the Box Yard. The Box Yard... Boxyard. You guys been to the boxyard? It's all the containers. It's all the containers. You see those? The steel containers all like stacked up. Like somebody's like, we should build houses and barbecues and commercial centers out of these um, shipping containers. And it, it's innovative. It's interesting. I, I, I kind of liked it, but I just kept thinking about all the poor people that were smuggled in those shipping containers. <laughs> I couldn't enjoy my brisket. I was like, <laughs> how many Haitians were packed into that container where you're now smoking brisket to make it to this country only to enter servitude and to die on the job? That's, that's how I was thinking about it. You guys love brisket as much as I do. There's no way. Yeah, fuck these vegans. There's no way. If you bite into a piece of brisket, you're like, I, we were not only meant to eat cows, I'm surprised we don't hunt them. Like, I was, I was this close to getting a knife and fork and chasing a cow down. Like, I was so into the ribs and the beef. It was fucking excellent. We should... Uh, it's not on my list, but we should really take a moment and really thank cows for a second. I mean, we got milk, we got cream, we got cream cheese, we got cottage cheese. We got all the shit they squirt out of them, and then we got them. 
burger sliders, brisket, ribs. It's all fucking there in one animal. And we just look at them. Like, I look at you, big, dumb, bovine creature. But, you know, if I think about it, like, if you really just want to get philosophical about it, if you said, Adam, who's done more for you in your life? A cow? Or your sister, Lauren? I mean, like, for sure the cow has. A thousand percent. Cow never would to fucking borrow money from me so she could do her roof. When we were eating barbecue, there were, uh, a gentleman brought up something I hadn't thought about in a long time, but I think it would be a great way to heal this nation, which is, um, you guys may have heard me talk about this before, and it might take a second to kind of lay the track for it, but I'll see what I, I'll see what I can do, which is, um, don't you think it would be cool to find out what American male had the biggest dick in our society? Wouldn't it be cool? I mean, just that guy. Now, now here's, no, but, but here's the thing. And ladies, this would work for you too. And here's why I'm saying this. Every year, every guy between the ages of 18 and 78 should be forced to measure their dick. And the way we do it, we don't do it with a yardstick or a ruler or a tape measure. It's volume. It's water displacement. We put you, we put you on a thin sheet of aluminum. You chub up as best you can. We lower your dick into a graduated cylinder, and we see how much water you displace. Because girth matters, ladies. It does. I'm not talking about the longest dick. I'm talking about the biggest dick. And whoever displaces the most water that year gets a windbreaker, red, white, and blue, with a rainbow tape number one on the back of it, right? But by the way, Whoever comes in last also gets a windbreaker. The point is, is we all get windbreakers. The 110 million men for the month of July have to wear the windbreaker with their ranking on it. Any dude in the teens is going to be the fucking toast of the town and probably on Oprah every single day. Fucking how awesome would it be if everyone had to wear the windbreaker with their ranking on the back of it? It's not the water displacement. It's not the length. It's not the volume. It's not the size. It's your ranking. If you are, you know, the 120 million men are tested and, you know, you're 87 million in, it'll be on the back of your windbreaker. And you'll be forced to wear the windbreaker, and then like, we would all be here tonight. Everyone would be like, hey, what do you got there, bud? <laughs> oh, hey. 57 million. That's not bad. It's not bad. Everyone would be turning around. Every year, there'd be a whole bunch of new dudes turning 18 who would be eligible for it. We'll see who would... All right, you guys got the plan. I... <laughs> 
We do it on the 4th of July every year, like Joey Chestnut does with the hot dog eating competition. All right, let's see. Kyle Dunnigan is going to join us tonight. Kyle is a super funny guy. You guys have... um, I notice you have uh, nice roads out here, which is... um, doesn't sound like much to you guys because you're used to nice roads, but I'm from L.A. And when you're from L.A. and you're traveling down a highway in North Carolina and you just see trees and grass and no potholes, it's like, what the fuck is going on in this place? <laughs> Where's the potholes? Where's the homeless people sword fighting with syringes? Where... I didn't see any homeless people out here. Do you guys have homeless people out here? You do? Where are they? They're not, they're not here. They're in Charlotte. You guys are also in your colleges out here. Like every 10 feet, they go, that's NC State over there, that's Duke, that's UNC. That's, it's a triangle. It's a triangle of colleges. I'm like, okay. Nobody... Nobody does that in L.A. We're not proud of our colleges. No one's like, you know, over there is Cal State Northridge. (laughs) Not a joke, just an observation. (laughs) All right, should we get the uh, show started? Should we bring out uh, Bald Brian and Dawson and Kyle Dunnigan? Well, let's see. Can we dim the lights? All right. There's Kyle Dunnigan. There's uh, Dawson, and there is uh, Bald Brian. Uh, Kyle Dunnigan. Oh, wait a minute, oh. Kyle. You're muted. You have to unmute yourself. That was a bit I was doing. That I was muted. That was oh, funny. sorry. Yeah. You can get a lot of laughs. It was funny, even in pantomime. Brian, how are you? Hey, buddy. What's happening? And Dawson. Excellent. Happy to be here. Hey, everybody. So we're going to do some uh, blah, blah, blog, I think, tonight, which is good. Uh, Kyle, what are you doing? Who are you? <laughs> uh, I know. No one wants to talk to Kyle. I thought, I don't know. How's Kyle doing? No one cares about Kyle. It's really sad. Everyone mm-hmm. cares about Kyle. No. But Stallone, people really care about. Yeah. <laughs> hey, where's Gina Gret? Uh, yeah, I, G- come, I come from the Corolla. But I stay for the grad. Yeah, Gina Grad is at her bachelorette party, which is... uh, I don't know what what goes on at these bachelorette parties these days. I I feel like there's probably been some Stallone impersonators at bachelorette parties, right? Uh, Oh, yeah, it's a fetish. It's it's a kink to to make love to a fake Stallone. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um... Sly, you working on another movie? What are you working on these days? Yeah, I got the uh, Rambo, uh, who has AIDS, the HIV blood. (laughs) Oh, no. We're almost done with that. Uh Uh-huh. It's a comedy. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, we sort of flipped the script on that. And then we got the Expendables, I think it's 19 to 20, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Even less expendable. (laughs) Is this one? Because the first ones, it's the Expendables, but they were kind of expendable. But this movie, I made sure no one was expendable. Mm-hmm. And, you see uh, the other ones? What's that? You see my movies? Oh, I see them all. I, I love lying. them. 
Okay, you're right. You I don't see all of them. I didn't see that stupid one when you were in uh, Schwarzenegger. We're trying what to break out one. Of, well, most of them. But what I'm saying is, is hey, come on, man. What is this? No, you were trying to break out of prison with Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. That was the prison break, I believe. Yeah. All right. Well, either way, uh, you know, we both made ro- we both made boxing movies. One one of us did slightly better than the other one. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, I made a boxing movie. Didn't make yes, any did. money whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's that, right. It was mine that did better. That's right. That is. Okay. That is true. I um, forgot. I just wanted to clear it up. You know. No, I, I get it. You're you're far superior than I. Uh, Why should 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 Adam make a whole bunch of sequels to the Hammer? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I would love to see the ticket sales, and maybe we could do a Rotten Tomatoes on the Hammer. I would like to put in my guess right now, too. <laughs> it's actually a highly rated movie. Highly rated, eighty oh, yeah, percent amongst the critics. Uh, maybe we can talk to Joe Biden, uh, Kyle Dunnigan. <laughs> Can we well, do less that? Confr- Stallone. Well, that's confrontational. No one likes Stallone or Kyle. Is that what's happening here tonight? Come yeah. on. Yes. Let's hey, see. man. I got I to beef with you, too. Hey. I got a bunch of problems with you. Pres- President, President Biden? Yeah, man. Yeah. Look. What? I know, yeah, you want everyone to get vaccinated, right? That's right. Round two, baby. Now, I, I know you're talking about going door-to-door vaccinating Americans. That's right. It'll, it, it might take me weeks, but I'm going to make sure every man, woman, and transgender gets their vaccination. I, I, I couldn't really understand that, but... I President, President Biden's sure offering to go per, personally door-to-door and do the vaccinations itself. Oh, That's you're not... Right. Yeah, okay, you're going to have people do that. Um... Kamala Harris, uh, she's been getting a lot of ink these days. She went down to the border. She's uh, cleaned up the border. Now she's uh, talking about uh, voter ID. How's it going with Kamala Harris? She, look, look, she's doing a great job. When I first selected Kamala Harris, I made sure I was selected the number one border patrol person I could find. And I'm glad to say she's fixed all the problems down there on the border. Problem solved. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right, she's 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 fixed the she's fixed the border. Yeah, man. <laughs> What's the problem? No, no, I'm just just asking. I d- I don't want to stir up any trouble, but uh, your son Hunter has been in the news. He's doing art. He's selling his art now. There was some uh, his laptop. There's a lot of a lot of discussion, a lot of controversy about uh, your son Hunter. Look, Hunter's uh, he's a great kid. He had some uh, troubles in the past, but I want to plug his art. If you've seen it, uh, have you seen his art? Yeah, I've seen his art. I, I've heard that some of it is selling for half a million dollars. Absolutely, and without the Biden name, believe me, it still would sell for the same price. <laughs> Quick break to talk about LifeLock. As more people get vaccinated, summer travel is heating up. Watch out for pandemic-related travel scams like fake airline tickets and hotels booked online that could expose your information. 
It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives every day. We put our info at risk on the Internet in an instant. Cybercriminals could harm your finances and your credit. Good thing there's LifeLock. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information has potentially been compromised, they will send you an alert. It's LifeLock, right, Dawson? No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can keep what's yours, yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year by using promo code ADAM. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com and use promo code ADAM for 25% off. All right, should we do a little uh, blah, blah, blog? Uh, Dawson can uh, shepherd us through it. Maybe Joe Biden can uh, play against uh, me and Bald Brian as yeah, well. Yeah, let's do it. It's time for Blah, Blah, Blog. The game where we match the celebrity with their retarded online rant. Let's play. Hey, Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey. Facebook and Twitter are spreading racist attacks on these black athletes. Online racism leads to real-world hate crimes. It's time to rid racism from your platforms once and for all. Hashtag stop hate for profit. Is it Sasha Baron Cohen? John Boyega? Or Patricia Arquette? Mmm. Well, this is this is tough. I don't know who John Boyega is. He was what? in a Star Wars movie. Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars. All right, I'm not a nerd. I don't watch that shit. <laughs> I, I, uh, if if there is racism out there, I think the safest version is the online version of racism. That's, that's just me. Like, if I was, uh, had my choice where I could be born into a country that had racism, physical racism, and then virtual online racism, I would go with the online version. And by the way, can I just say this about the fucking shit that people read online? Weren't the same assholes that were arguing that, uh, you know, death metal doesn't affect anyone and violent video games don't, don't create violence and don't force kids to violence? Why is it those same assholes are now saying that anything anyone reads on the Internet now is forcing them into this way of life? Like, did you guys, are you guys that malleable? That you could, like, look at your Twitter feed and be like, oh, shit, there's racism here. We should go. I know we were going to go to, uh, know we're going out to watch a movie tonight, but I think we should burn down a synagogue. <laughs> and then your wife would be like, why do you want to burn down the synagogue? You'd be like, well, it's on my phone. <laughs> Somebody tweeted me, so... Get the kerosene and some oily rags, baby. We're going out tonight. All right. So uh, who is it? Joe Biden? What do you think? Well, look, look. I thought a lot about this. And I have a theory. It's in two parts. Right? First, I, look. I support, I support all, all colors. And mostly I support 
uh, the black guy. So I'm gonna go black guy. Put me down for the black guy. <laughs> so you're going with the black guy from Star Wars, Brian? Support the black guy. What do you think? You're talking to me? Yeah. Uh, I, I think this is. I think I pray that Sasha Baron Cohen is too smart for this. This feels very dumb, so I'm gonna go with Patricia Arquette. I'm, I'm going to go with Patricia Arquette as well because it sounds, it, it, it's, it sounds like something Whitey would do. We like to overcompensate and call ourselves heroes for making these kinds of declarations. So I'm going to go with uh, Patricia Arquette as well. Well, the blog belongs to Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, oh come on, Borat. Disappointing. Really? You're smarter than this. Be funny about it. All right. Hey, uh, Joe Biden, you know Sasha Baron Cohen? Yeah, man. He's the guy who does the, uh, the clown makeup. Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> no, no, no. Funny no, that, you're, you're thinking of Pee Wee Herman. Funny guy. No, no. This is Sasha Baron Cohen. This is Borat. This is Borat. Well, if it's boring, don't go see the film. I don't know. <laughs> no, not boring. Not a boring film. Borat. Hey, man, boring, not boring. I support the arts. Is <laughs> he a black guy? No, he did, uh, he did Bruno as well. Bruno. Uh, if two men want to make love, that's all right in this guy's book. If he did Bruno, that's his business. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Dawson. All right. Industrial agriculture is not only unnecessarily cruel, but contributes a good deal to climate change. Plant-based and lab-replicated meat holds great promise. Is it Kelly Osborne? What could go wrong with lab-replicated meat? (laughs) What could ever go wrong with us making meat in factories? Nothing. I saw Soylent Green. Nothing could go wrong with that experiment. Sorry. Is it Kelly Osborne, Moby, or Barbara Streisand? Wow, this is uh, this is this is tough. All right, I'll tell you this. Um, here's how I know we're never going to save this goddamn planet. Barbara Streisand, she loves the planet, she's green, she's a tree hugger, she's into all the carbon neutral, everything, right? You know who she's married to? James Brolin. James Brolin is an actor from the 70s and the 80s, and James Brolin likes cars. I interviewed James Brolin once, and James Brolin told me I love cars so much, I got myself a Ford Raptor. He's got the Ford pickup truck with the 30 inches of travel, and it's basically, it's a factory-built, essentially trophy truck, off-road vehicle. He then paused and said, I did not get the new Ford Raptor. That has the V6 in it. I wanted the previous year's Ford Raptor because that has a V8 in it. My point is this. The dude who's married to the woman who loves the planet more than anyone alive is somewhere right now doing donuts in a V8 Ford Raptor... (laughs) 
Probably got a cat back exhaust system on it. It's probably flashed it and put a chip in it so we get an extra 80 horsepower out of it. And that Ford Raptor that her husband drives gets nine miles to the gallon and you can pry it from his cold, dead fucking hands. So, if we can't get Babs, pussy-whipped husband, to get into a Prius, then what chances do we have of saving the planet? Point. All right, then there's uh, Moby. I have no stories about Moby, other than he's a miniature person, ironically named Moby. And I don't know if he got that name because he's so diminutive, or that's actually his name. But Moby's a miniature man who's named after a whale. And Kelly Osborne, I do not like. And the reason I don't like Kelly Osborne is A, she has an English accent, but she's not from England. I don't like her or Madonna for that reason. You're from Beverly Hills, bitch. Drop the accent. And don't give me that shit where it's like, oh, my dad was born in England. Your dad speaks gibberish, baby. (laughs) He doesn't speak the Queen's English. He speaks the Queen's gibberish. His first language is gibberish. Don't tell me you got your fucking Cockney accent from a guy who's drooling into a brandy snifter right now. And she was a guest on Loveline many, many years ago. She came on about, uh, must have been like 22, 23 years ago now. And I had made the announcement that no women knew anything about World War II. It's true. There's no chick here that's going to tell you about Dunkirk or Normandy or the Higgins... You know, F.M. Bradley or Field Marshal Bradley. They don't know shit. <clears throat> well, you ever talk to a woman whose dad was like a naval aviator and flew like F-4s off an aircraft carrier? And you go, what does your dad do? And she'd be like, he did something with the war. <laughs> what did he do? I don't know. Flew uh, F-4s over through... Uh, through through, uh, fought MiGs and F, or he peeled potatoes. Like, I I don't know what the fuck he did, but they don't know. So, she, Kelly Osborne, was a guest on my radio show, and I announced that no woman knows anything about World War II. She then came into the studio and announced she knows everything about World War II, and the reason she knows everything about World War II is because her father... The king of gibberish <laughs> was born in England shortly after the uh, Blitzkrieg, shortly after they, they bombed it, the Germans bombed England. And uh, he would sit and watch uh, the History Channel and World at War, and he'd watch all those shows, and she would watch all those shows with him. And so she knew everything about World War II. I then asked her the following question. Let's start from the start. Who fought who in World War II? 
She said, that's a trick question. We're saying, you don't know who participated in World War II? She's like, I, I, you're not going to get me on a, on a uh, novelty trick question. I said, you don't know shit about World War II. She said, oh, no, I'm an expert. <laughs> oh, like, you're the expert, let's say, uh, Super Bowl trivia, but you don't know who fucking played last year in the Super Bowl? Anyway. Adam. It was an uncomfortable show, Yes. You, you should ask President Biden the same question. Biden, who fought in World War II? Look, man, that's a trick question. It was a long time ago, but... Well, they, was the, the Patriots, of course, were in there. No, no that's, the, that's the Super Bowl. That's the Super Bowl. Who fought yeah, su- World War II? The Steelers dropped the atom bomb on, on uh, Herrick Her- uh, uh hey, Come on, you know the thing, the, the guy. <laughs> well, there, there was the Allied and the Axis powers. Who were they? Right. It, was, uh, it was Tom Brady. It was uh, one of the guys. And uh, then it was a Hitler fellow. He got the mustache. So, you, wait, you're saying Tom Brady fought Hitler? That's right. Three touchdowns, man. <laughs> okay, that, was so, honestly, that was honestly closer than I expected. <laughs> so in World War II, your recollection of World War II is Brady against Hitler. Yeah, the first one did real well. So they, they made a sequel there. And uh, I do believe, and please fact check, it was Tom Grady and uh, Randolph Hitler. <laughs> Rematch. Head to head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think uh, there's uh, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Who's that? No, a- okay. All right, all right. Well, all right. Maybe. I'm just making up names, man. Okay. Adolf ain't no name. No, Adolf Hitler, the Fuhrer. Sounds like you're sneezing over there, man. Get <laughs> some, some vitamin C in there. Okay, all right, all right. So, sorry. We got to vote. We got to decide. Read, read the question again, would you, Dawson? Industrial agriculture is not only unnecessarily cruel, but contributes a good deal to climate change. Plant-based and lab-replicated meat holds great promise. All right. What do you think, Joe Biden? Well, look, I like all, I like all these people. But Kelly Osborne, she's got a lot of will. You know, because she's born a... a a fat girl's body, but she's in shape. I respect that. It's not so easy. Then you got the Kobe there in the middle. That's Moby. Tragically playing Euro trash music. And of course, Robert, uh, Barbara Stripehands played, uh, when she was uh, in that movie Clueless. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with Kobe Bryant. Clueless. No, Kobe Bryant passed away in a helicopter accident a couple of years ago. But this first. I'm going with Kobe. Okay, you're going with, going with Moby or, or Kobe. Brian, what do you think? Adam, uh, you've got a, uh, excuse me, you got a thick beer vial head. vitamin C, man. Yeah, I know, it's going around. I know, I've got to get that shot. 
Uh, Adam, you'll never know this because you have a thick, virile head of hair, but it's insulting to be compared, like, oh, you look just like every other bald man that we know would look anything alike. Like, I've been compared to Moby plenty of times. We look nothing alike. So right. fuck Moby. Uh, he probably would have tweeted something like this 10 years ago. I'm going to go with Kelly Osborne. Yeah, you don't All right. really like a black Could be Kelly. I'm, I got it between Kelly and Moby or Kobe Bryant, as, uh, as you would say, Joe Biden. Um, I'm going to go with Moby on this one. Mm. The blog belongs to Barbara Streisand. Oh, Nobody shit. on the board. And let me ask this. Do we really need Moby and Beck? <laughs> I feel like no. I could do with just like they. I'm not going to say which one has to leave the country, but mm-hmm. I don't need both of them. Just one or the other. That's all. They should decide amongst themselves. We should put them in a bunker. I agree yeah, with you. Comes, they can hash it out. One comes out. Two men enter, one man leaves. That's right. One man goes to Canada. <laughs> Losing a penalty shootout is a part of football and a part of life. Racism is not. <laughs> is it Prince Harry, the football club of Barcelona? Oh, like the team account? <laughs> or Nike? Oh, that's good. All right, first off, all right, couple things. How shitty a sport is soccer? Now, I've said it once, I'll say it a thousand times. I got a 15-year-old son, he's not into cars, he's not into building, he's not into woodworking, he can't fucking... He doesn't know that... My son doesn't know the difference between a hypoid saw and a fucking toothbrush. He's so lame. He doesn't know squat... He didn't play pop order football. He did none of the things I wanted him to do, but... He hates soccer. And for that, I'm eternally proud, and I feel like my work is done as a father. I've sufficiently poisoned the lad on the game of soccer. They had the, what was it, the World Cup last week, and they decided it in a fucking shootout? They just kicked, they just lined up that... This is the biggest soccer tournament in the world, and you guys decided on free kicks at the goal. Could you imagine if they did this in real football? I mean, like NFL football, they're like, well, we've got to the end of regulation, and uh, the game's all tied. So we're going to take each quarterback from each team. We'll put them in gym shorts and a T-shirt. And then we'll have that thing they do with the uh, Hawaiian uh, Pro Bowl quarterback skills competition shootout. We'll have that guy with the basket and the tractor go by. And whoever makes it into the fucking hopper is going to win the Super Bowl? (laughs) The fuck kind of way to settle a game is this? Just keep fucking playing until someone makes a goal, for Christ's sake. All right, so this uh, is between... I uh, just want to defend the sport of, of football real quick. Oh, is David Beckham here? Is no, this Prince Harry? Harry? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I just want to say that it's a wonderful sport, the sport of football. <laughs> is this Beckham or Prince Harry? Who is this? Uh, it's Prince Harry. I did, I did that tweet, but it was Megan made me. Oh. Mm. He forced me to. I didn't want to. 
I, I loved you on Oprah talking about racism, Prince Harry. Yeah, it's terrible. Now I live in the ghetto with Oprah Winfrey and Tyler Perry. I've lost it all. No, I thought you lived in the hills of Santa Barbara now in like Tyler Perry's mansion. Yeah, the ghetto with Tyler Perry. <laughs> no, it's not Winfrey. the. You don't live in the ghetto. I'm surrounded by Oprah Winfrey and Tyler Perry. Well, yeah, okay. No, it's, it's true. They're black. It's, it's true, no. but I, I don't think I that's the ghetto. I used to be the king. I was the prince of England, and now here I am because of Megan. <laughs> no, you, you, you were mistaken. See, you live in the hills of Santa Barbara in one of the most expensive zip codes on the planet. <laughs> Wait a minute. And... You are surrounded by a couple of black people, but it doesn't mean you live in the ghetto. Right, it's the ghetto. It's terrible here. No one cleans your knickers or does nothing. You've got to do it yourself in the ghetto. Mm. Do, uh, how's Meghan Markle doing? How's your uh, wonderful bride doing? I'm not talking to you, okay? Oh, it's <laughs> Meghan. Oh my God. Meghan Markle. That's right. It's Meghan Markle, bitches. <laughs> Sorry. I'm hot shit. I'm here today. M- Megan, do you are are you speaking to your father? Because I feel like I don't know who has a more strained relationship with their father. You, Britney Spears, or me. <laughs> I think it's kind of a tie. I don't know where my dad is. I don't care. Do do you feel like you're being discriminated against because you're a woman of color? Absolutely. How would I... I I wouldn't talk to her, Adam. It's not going to go well. Okay, so you want to just... You want to play the game from the ghetto, Prince Harry? If you don't mind playing with someone in such a circumstance. Okay, all right. Um, Prince Harry... Uh, we have a term here in English, or I should say in the United States, as you guys might not have in England. I'd like to bounce it off you and see if, it, uh, see if you've heard it before. We call it pussy whipped. Oh, mm. uh, I've not heard of that, is it? Oh, it's yeah. a strong fellow who's got his life together. Yeah, it's a term of endearment. That's fine. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, Brian, how say you? Uh, wait, uh, we have a new one. I just oh, no, yeah, I just yeah. Uh, yeah, is it Nike? Yeah, yeah. Just flipped around here. I Oops. forgot where we were. Uh, the, I think Nike would be more grandiose about this, so I'm going to go with the FC Barcelona. Uh, Barcelona. Prince Harry <laughs> or Joe Biden? I don't know who's who, man. I'm going to go with Nike. You go with Nike? Yeah, I haven't listened to questions, but I like their shoes. <laughs> you guys remember there was a Nike campaign. By the way, when did everyone get so fucking woke? It's so goddamn obnoxious to have these fucking places. Like, you guys... You guys have sweatshops in Wuhan. You're going to get preachy about uh, morals and ethics. I love it. But there, were, there was this... 
particular Nike commercial. It was like 20 years old, and it was the most fucking preachy and obnoxious commercial ever because it was a Nike commercial that had women all playing sports. And there was women, WNBA, there was track stars, and there was all sorts of female athletes. And they would play, and then they would say, just because I'm a woman... I get paid, you know, one-fiftieth of what a man gets paid. And just because I'm a woman, I don't get paid. And it was a whole Nike campaign about women athletes not being paid what men athletes and male athletes get paid. And the reason I hate this fucking commercial is Nike, go ahead and pay the bitches then. Give them a big fat fucking shoe contract. Take all the money you were given to Michael Jordan and give it to the chicks who were playing basketball or shut the fuck up. You give out the contracts for the tennis shoes. Go ahead and get the chick that makes 47 grand a year playing basketball and give her a $200 million shoe contract or shut the fuck up. Breachy motherfuckers. All right. I'm going to say Nike just because I'm angry at Nike. Where the blog belongs to... The Football Club of Barcelona. A dominating lead of one point. (laughs) Wow. Next up. We're currently dealing with two horrific pandemics in our country... And we can't sit back and ignore the fact that racism is one of them. I fear for my daughter, and I hope for a better future for her. Is it Kylie Jenner? Hold on. Everyone wants a better future for their kids, not me. (laughs) I'd like to fucking live now. I hope for a bleak, dark, nuclear winter for my kids. Ten seconds after I die. That's what I hope for. I'm not looking for a better future for them. I would like a better present for me and a bleak future for my children who've had a good enough time thus far in life. So there's two pandemics. There's uh, COVID-19 and there's racism. Yeah. Okay. Who, Who says who? Is it Kylie Jenner? Kerry Washington or Steph Curry? Mm. Um, First things first. When did, like, racism is like bell bottoms or something. Like, when did it come back? It's 2021, everyone. No one gives a fuck what race you are anymore. What is this thing? I thought the whole deal was uh, we're going to fucking turn the page. I've said this many times, and I goddamn well mean it. The second we elected President Obama to a second term, all the fucking race hustlers out there and all the news agencies had to work overtime to gin up more fucking racism because we were running out of racism. When I... 
And I, you know, there's always this thing where it's like, you don't think racism exists? Yes, I, I think it exists. In what proportion does it exist? The worst thing you could do in this modern culture we're living in is be racist. Yo, yeah, everyone announce, uh, you know, go, go, go take a picture in a clan hood and then tell me how work goes on Monday. Your fucking life is over. Jesus Christ, we're so fucking obsessed with race. We should be obsessed with work. All right. (laughs) Kylie Jenner and uh, Kerry Washington and Steph Curry. All people living a horrible, downtrodden life in this (laughs) racist country. These are the three richest people on the fucking planet. All right. What do you think, Joe Biden? Well, look, I've been uh, thinking about something else the whole time you were talking. Oh, okay. Well, so you were talking with the. Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, the Puerto Rican girl on the left. She's uh, I think she's Armenian or something. Kylie, Kylie Jenner. Kylie yeah, Kylie Jenner. Jenner. All right, and you were talking about uh, Jim Crow 2.0. Do you think that's what we're living in now, Joe? Absolutely. This is the worst racism this country has ever seen. It's worse than the 50s. It's like the 50s? It's worse. It's worse. They used to just hose people down in the streets, the uh, poor black people. Now now there's there's a bunch of stuff, man. You couldn't drink out of a water fountain. Now look, it's even worse. You're talking about the two drinking fountains back in the day. Yeah, man, come on. Get your face out of your ears. But do, you, do you think showing ID to vote, do you think that's racist? Absolutely. You, you should not have, have to be a person to put down your vote in this country. Total racism. Okay. It, uh, uh, Adam, another way to, oh, to stop the... Dr. Fauci. Stop the Fauci. Yeah, I just wanted to say real quick, you can stop the pandemic with the mask. You can also stop racism with the mask. Oh, my God. Really? Hey, hey do- Dr. Fauci, let me ask you a question. Yeah, is it, is I, it about the mask? Yeah, I got to return to Los Angeles tomorrow morning. They're forcing people in Los Angeles to wear a mask even if you've been vaccinated. Does that make any kind of scientific sense to you? Yeah, yeah, you, even if you're vaccinated and you are not around anyone, even those not going anywhere should wear a mask. <laughs> even if you... We should wear a mask if we're alone and vaccinated? Yeah. Like, for example, if you are stuck in someone's trunk, maybe even kidnapped, hopefully the kidnapped just put a mask on you. What are the chances of that? Very high. They duct tape. Duct tape, your mouth can be considered a mask. Well, like, my kids are going back to school in a few months, and L.A. Unified was... dead in three months. Oh, my God. Going back in ten months. My kids will be dead in three months? If they don't wear a mask, how will they survive? 
Morbid. Wait, I it's have so twins. Good. Both of them will be dead in three months? I mean, maybe you'll keep one. I guess that's good. But some people just have the one kid that doesn't look like the other kid. And what about those parents? It also solves racism because you can't see behind the mask. Huh? All right, so you're saying... Mm. Do you think COVID is a racist disease? Yeah. COVID is very racist indeed. I tweeted about it. Now... About a year ago, you were in front of Congress and you're being grilled because you were saying no public gatherings, right? No churches, no sporting events, no gathering at restaurants, no, no gatherings at all. But then when you were asked, what about gatherings for like a Black Lives Matter protest? You wouldn't say that's not okay. Do you remember that? Yeah, don't gather. Make sure you stay away from crowds unless, you know, it's something about... uh, uh, I I could get canceled for. Okay, all right. (laughs) Just want to make sure you're consistent with that, Dr. Fauci. All right, so we have uh, Steph Curry, we have uh, one of the Kardashians, and we have Kerry Washington. I'm sorry, read it to us one more time, Dawson. We're currently dealing with two horrific pandemics in our country, and we can't sit back and ignore the fact that racism is one of them. I fear for my daughter, and I hope for a better future for her. Mmm, all right. Uh, By the way, (laughs) should any one of these three people be fearing for their fucking daughter? Any of them. All right, but... uh, Thank you for freaking out everyone in this country. Brian, what do you think? Steph Curry has brought me just so much joy in my life. I'm going to pray that it's not him. Plus, his dad is a North Carolina sports legend, so I can't go with Steph Curry. That's right. I'll go with Kerry Washington. All right. Uh, Joe Biden? I said the Puerto Rican girl, man. I'm oh, sorry. Come on, man. Get your I think face she's... Out of your ears. I think she's Armenian. I, that's uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to. I'll go with Kerry Washington as well. The blog belongs to the Puerto Rican girl, Kylie yeah. Jenner. I told you, man. Come on, it's obvious. Do you, uh, okay. Hold on, Joe. Huh? You know yeah. the Kardashians? Yeah, man, uh, 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 Kim, uh, Kim, uh, Kim, Clam, Clammy, uh, 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 Christina Jenner, and uh, the the guy, man, the the dude. Oh, you're talking about Caitlyn Jenner. I know all of them, man. Kim, Chloe, uh, 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 Christina, uh, Jim, the 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 fat kid, and the guy, man. (laughs) All those. You. You ever met with Caitlyn Jenner? Caitlyn Jenner's running for governor of California. Oh, yeah, yeah. I support her all the way. You she do, has but... Joe's vote. Well, no, Caitlyn is a Republican, so I don't think you would support her. Well, that's a real conundrum there. Uh, pass. You're passing on this one? Next question. 
Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, Caitlyn Jenner is transgendered, and I know you're pro-transgender, but on the other hand, Caitlyn is a Republican, so you're not for the Republicans, so I think it's a bit of a I conundrum. Support, look, 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 look. I support her all the way. Whether we're, it's this thing or that thing, there's, 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 two, there's, two, there's two situations here that you have to understand. First one, you got... Look, man, I bought the Puerto Rican girl. Come on, next question. Okay, sorry. All right. Let's do one more, Dawson. Okay, enough said for now. Join a group that can empower you, motivate you, kick your ass. People, I'm 75, and America's done everything for me. I'm doing this so you have the same chance. I want nothing from you. Well... Maybe come hear me sing. Is it Bette Midler, Cher, or Stevie Nicks? Ooh. This is the Mount Rushmore of crazy bitches. <laughs> now... The thing that's funny about Stevie Nicks is she was always crazy, but back in the 70s, she was crazy and hot. So everyone fucking gave her a free pass. Like, when you're 26 and you're Stevie Nicks and you're blonde and you're hot, you can talk all about gypsies and fairies and good vibes and all the guys who want to fuck you just go, oh yeah, no man, I'm fucking... Like, yeah, I'm, I'm into fairies. I got one at home. Get in the car. Can you get in the car? So she was all into that. Now she's old and crazy. But she's not old and crazy. She's just crazy plus 35 years, and we can't tolerate it anymore. Bette Midler is uh, super angry, but she does do this thing. You guys don't have this out here. If you drive around in Los Angeles, she adopts highways. You guys ever seen that? Do you guys have that out here? You're adopting a highway? Okay, a couple of things. I don't know how it works. I guess you pay for the maintenance or the cleanup or the whatever it is, but Whatever highway you adopt, you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want to do on that highway, right? Like, if I adopt a stretch of highway and I get pulled over and I blow a .75 and I have a dead prostitute in the trunk of my car, the cop has to keep walking, right? And if that is, in fact, your stretch of highway, you're above the law. So if that guy pulls you over on your stretch of highway and he goes, uh, you know why I pulled you over? I'd go, no, and I don't give a fuck. You're on my highway. Get your ass off my highway before I arrest you for being on my highway. And when you're walking back to the cruiser, pick up some fucking trash. This is my highway. I adopted this highway. I do like the idea that we rescue dogs and highways in California. What celebrities do you guys have out here to adopt your highways? Michael Jordan has adopted a highway? 
couldn't save his dad. was killed on a highway to rest stop. What do you want me to do? Let that go? I can't let that go. If his dad was killed in a light aircraft, I wouldn't have said anything. But he was killed on a highway. Way to work that local material. Yeah. Alright, let me do 20 minutes on how much I love James Worthy. I'm getting the crowd back, Brian. I heard Mike Krzyzewski was a pedophile. <laughs> All right, uh, Joe Biden, you ever adopted a highway? Oh, yeah, man. I think I got a couple of those uh, highway kids. Good kids. <laughs> Predictable. You know what they're up to and where they're going. No, you can't adopt kids on a highway. You have to adopt the actual highway. Oh, yeah. No, I've never done that, but uh, I'm going to look into it. Sounds like a good deal. Okay. <laughs> All right, so it's uh, Cher, Bette Midler, or Stevie Nicks. Uh, what do you think, Paul Bryan? Uh, I, I have no idea. I don't even know what the thing was about. I'll go Bette Midler. Go Bette Midler? Sure. What do you think, Joe Biden? Well, look, I, usually I support, you know, whatever you want to be in life. I, uh, Joe Biden, Jennifer supports you. But I got to say, I'm going to say it's the transgender in the middle. <laughs> you're, you're thinking of Caitlyn Jenner now That's Cher No, that's uh, Oh, that's a, that's a lady Yeah, it's a lady She sung uh, Half Braid and Gypsy Tramps and Thieves She Turned Back Time She had a lot of hits Okay, I just I didn't recognize her there She looked like a dude to me, to be honest I'm being totally honest But I'm uh, Alright, I'll go with Betty White, then. B- Betty White? Is that Betty White there? No, that's no, that's that's Bette Midler. Bette then... Midler, put me down for two. You're going with Bette Midler. Uh, both of them, man. The the guy in the middle and Betty Davis. <laughs> Bette Midler. All right, I'm going Stevie Nicks on this one. Hmm. Well. The blog belongs to the transvestite in the middle, oh, who apparently nobody picked. Well, Biden picked half. Biden picked, picked half of them. I, I picked him, man. Come on. So we could say for the win. That's right. With one and a half points. Joe Biden, President, man. President Biden. President, President Biden, Biden, everybody. Until next time, keep your fingers on your keyboards and your heads up your asses so we can play another round of Blah, Blah, Blah. All right. Why don't... uh, I know Dawson's got the news over there, but I want to get our ball puller up here, and uh, I think uh, Phil is his name, and get to these uh, ping-pong balls you guys so dutifully filled out before the show. So I want to thank Dawson and Bald Brian and Kyle Dunnigan. You can check out Kyle on the Fresh Prez of DC, youtube.com slash Kyle Dunnigan, if you will. Thanks, you guys, for joining us. Quick break to tell you about my friends over J.B. Weld. J.B. Weld, world's strongest bond. Pros have trusted it for over 50 years, but... Uh, Why hire a pro when J.B. Weld makes you look like a pro? You do it yourself. 
Proud to have JB Weld Epoxy Adhesives as a sponsor. I personally know the owner. These are good Americans. DIY projects, uh, auto crafts, plumbing, marine, and more. Use on metal, wood, plastic, glass, ceramics, and uh, keep it in your kitchen drawer or uh, with your craft supplies or in the garage. I use it to fix Sonny's tennis shoe. I use it to fix Natalia's freezer face roller thing. I don't even know what it's called, but I fixed it. And uh, Stromer used it to fix his wet saw. J.B. Weld just acquired Herculiner, the original DIY truck bed liner. So if you're looking for the world's strongest truck bed liner, Herculiner has you covered. Right, Dawson? J.B. Weld is available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advance Auto Parts, Napa, O'Reilly, Amazon, Michaels, and more. And remember, J.B. Weld epoxy products are proudly made in the USA. J.B. Weld, world's strongest bond. We'll bring uh, Phil, the uh, neuroradiologist, up here. Hey, man. Good to see you, Phil. I'm surprised. Uh, you got a chair there, right? Oh, yeah, Chris, always caught off guard. We've got to get you a microphone up here. Phil, you're a neuroradiologist. All right, you want to pull those uh, balls out of there, uh, Phil? Yeah, let's do it. There you go. All right. First ball. What do we got? Oh, this is really funny. <laughs> we'll see. Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil. That's me. <clears throat> I'm Dr. Phil. Phil. You're Dr. Yeah. Phil. That's that's, right. that's perfect. That's kismet. I swear I, swear I didn't. <laughs> Let me tell you something about these kind of kismet interesting stories. Nobody you know will ever give a fuck about this story. <laughs> that's the way human beings work. You're going to go home tonight, right. and you're going to say to your wife, Oh, my God. You're not going to believe what happened. By the way, yeah. your wife is going to be doing something, and that lead-in to the story will not be enough for her to look up. Do <laughs> fucking hate that when you go to people, and you're going to go, Oh, my God, you won't believe what happened today. And they're fucking making pudding, and they're like, Okay. And it's like, At least look up, bitch. <laughs> I told you this is fucking earth-shattering news. You're not even looking up. Stop doing what you're doing. And by the way, what you're doing is nothing 90% of the time when I tell you you're not going to believe what happened. And then you're going to go in and you're going to say to your wife, oh my God, it's crazy. There was this bingo hopper. It had 45 ping pong balls in it. The very first ball I pulled up on stage in front of the capacity crowd was a ball that said Dr. Phil on it. And my name is Phil and I'm a doctor. Can you believe it? And your wife's just going to be looking down, stirring something, and she's going to grunt, and then it gets super humiliating because you go back for lap two. You come back around again, and you go, seriously, I don't think you understand. The very first ball, and then she's going to cut you off of the nuts because she's going to go, I heard you. You know my wife. Right, that's your wife. <laughs> that's everyone you know. You're going to tell everyone you know that story and no one's going to give one half a shit but you about know, it. But, it. but it matters to me. It, it matters, matters to you. To it matters to this crowd. They can't take that away from you, Dr. Phil. 
Dr. Phil, great name for a neuroradiologist. Yeah, yeah. Not a great name for gynecologist. <laughs> How do you spell that? With an F. <laughs> Nobody wants a gynecologist named Dr. Phil. That's cool. With an F. How did Dr. Phil become so successful? You're not talking about me. Not you. You're not successful. I'm talking about the other... I'm talking about the other Dr. Phil who just essentially regurgitates the most basic information any human being has ever passed to another human being. Like He's like, you put your hand over flame, you're going to get burned. <laughs> Oh, where's my steno pad? <laughs> you gotta fill up your tank before you drive to Phoenix. Oh, oh, these are these pearls. Back up a Brinks truck and drop off another billion dollars to Dr. Phil's house. He just explained to me I need to put my pants on one leg at a time. I've been doing the move where I lay on my back and try to do both at the same time, but Dr. Phil told me I need to put my pants on one leg at a time. All right, should we pull another one and see if... Uh... I cannot wait for you to tell your wife this story and for her to be completely... It's my, it's my wife. No. Duali? Duali? Dually? Dually. Dooley. Dooley. You guys That's know a, what a dooley is? Is this the, the, like the midwife? Dooley's a pickup like truck. Oh, we're in pickup truck country here. Oh, yeah. No, no, man. North Carolina, that's uh, pickup truck country. Salt of the earth, pickup truck, dudes who drive dooleys, dudes who drive dooleys and drag gay people behind them. That's North Carolina. Salt of the earth, man. I got a dually pickup truck. It was uh, when I was uh, working construction. Did I tell you guys about the different sizes of nail guns? Have we gotten into that? <laughs> yeah, that was a big deal. If somebody pulled up in a dually, that dude was the fucking, that guy was the whitest dude on the construction site. <laughs> the dude who pulled up in the dually. I was pulling up in a Nissan standard bed, bench seat, no fucking headrest, four speed, no air conditioning, piece of Jap junk. Vice grip for the, uh, for window, the window crank. Window cranks. Oh, I stepped up to window cranks. My first pickup truck had channel locks. That's the way. When I was a kid, you had to use pliers to roll windows down and to change the channel on TV sets. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Like if I said to my son, uh, change the channel and handed him vice grips, he'd be like, what are you doing, old man? I just think about the TV I want to see now and it pops up in my, on the inside of my eyelids. But the guy who drove the dually, man, that was the dude who was crushing it on the construction site. We got any dually guys out here? 
the Dooley guys, if you had a Dooley, you were doing great. If your Dooley had a camper shell on it, you're doing better. If your Dooley had a camper shell with a lumber rack above the camper shell, you were doing even better than the dude with just a camper shell. And if your Dooley had the trailer on it and you had jet skis on that trailer, you were fucking crushing it. That was like, that was the whitest, most successful thing you could do when I was growing up was have a dually with a camper shell and a lumber rack and a ski-doo on the back of it. Or maybe it was a sea-doo. I don't remember. All right, let's do one more. What do we got up here? We got dually guys out here? You guys remember driving piece of shit cars that had problems with like starters and batteries and shit? Remember... Remember, like, all right, so here's the thing. If, if you lend, like, if somebody drives your car now, they just drive your car, right? Like, if you go, like, someone wants to borrow your car, you just go, here's the keys, you know, when are you going to be back? When I was coming up, if someone borrowed your car, there was a long list of instructions that went along with borrowing the car. It's like, all right, listen. Pump the accelerator once. Just punch, stab it once. But don't hang it down on it. You fucking flood it. Just once. Just now, you should park on an incline because the solenoid on the starter's bad. You might have to bump it. Third gear's out of the question. Don't even think about it. First, second, fourth. There is no, there's no third. There's a roach in the ashtray. Stay away from it. I have exactly 87 cents in there, too. I fucking counted it, so don't think about it. So what you gotta do, when you're trying to get into the car, you gotta jiggle the keys a little bit, otherwise you can't get in. Now you can break in with a coat. Here, take a coat hanger in case, in case the key jiggling doesn't work. You get in through the wind wing. Leave the wind wing unlatched so you can get in. You don't have to fucking ruin the weather stripping with the coat hanger. So now, get in the car, pump the gas once, but don't turn it over. Just put it into, into on position, then count to a three Mississippi, then go ahead and put your index finger in your asshole, then just turn it. If it doesn't catch, don't keep turning. You'll drain the battery. Just turn it once. If it catches, it catches. If it doesn't catch, you got to bump start it. Just get some homeless guys to push you. Don't put it in first gear if they're going to bump it. That's a granny gear. That's too low. You drop it into second. Don't ride the clutch. If you start smelling the brake liners, that's fine. That just means they're working. (laughs) And then you had to talk about the shit that didn't work, you know? The the fuel gauge doesn't work, but if you sniff... I I don't have a gas cap. I got an oily rag in there. But you can sniff it. Should be able to just shake the bed a little bit and you'll be able to hear it slosh. That means you got enough to get home. I pulled out the bench seat. I put dinette seats in there for your comfort. I don't have a, uh, a seatbelt, but there's a bungee cord. The signals don't work, but you use your arms anyway. And why the fuck do you want the world knowing what you're doing on the road? Really, if you think about it, why give them that kind of uh, peek behind the curtain and the way you drive? So just go ahead. Just go ahead. Remember, jiggle the keys a little bit. Put on the on. Pump it once. Don't flood it. If it floods out, you got to wait. 
if you smell fuel, it's probably flooded out. If it floods out, don't worry about it. Just pop the hood, take the uh, air cleaner off, and blow into the throttle bodies until... Now, it'll get vapor locked, so don't drive it after... If it's hotter than 80 outside, don't even think about uh, driving that car. Now, I have an 8-track in there. It's, it's the best of Steely Dan. But it doesn't work unless you shove a spork into it. You gotta wedge it. It's getting all fucking sloppy, so just put the spork in there. But leave the spork in the 8-track, uh, because that's the only way we can hear Hey 19. You won't hear all of Hey 19. It switches to the other track. When it switches to the other track, you got to reapply the spork because it gets loose again when it switches over. There's no wiper fluid in it, so don't worry about the wiper fluid. As far as the radiator goes, should be fine, but if you're filling up, go ahead and top that off. As far as gas goes, I definitely need gas money. Gas is 89 cents a gallon. I'm not made of fucking cash, you understand? (laughs) I actually like to drive. If you're going to be on the freeway, you can do freeway driving, take the tailgate, put it down. It's more aerodynamic that way. (laughs) Too much drag, man. You save, could save up to 30 cents in gas over the course of nine years. Now, man, don't stab at the brake, apply the brake, because the front right will lock up. You'll see a little plume of smoke. Now, I'm running on, uh, I'm running on belts on the rear left tire, so try to, try to keep it on the highway. I don't have a spare. I got a can of Fix-A-Flat. <laughs> now, think about feet. You're going to use the Fix-A-Flat. You got to shake it real good before you put it in and make sure the uh, valve stem is facing toward Mecca. Otherwise, it's not going to work. I got a scissor jack. No, I got a bottle jack. I can't remember if I have a scissor jack or a bottle jack. It's definitely not a floor jack. I got a bottle of scissor jack. That's in the back there. That's under where the spare used to be. I got a lug wrench, but the lug wrench is metric and this is standard, so it's not going to work. I don't know why I even carry it. So remember, just get in the car, go jiggle the key a little bit of the door. It's a, little, it's, it's, it's a little tricky, but once you get in, just get in there, put it in the on position, do not turn it over, pump the gas once, not twice, you're going to flood it, and when it, if it fires, but let it, if it catches, it's got to catch on about the third, third go round, otherwise you're going to burn out the solenoid. Can you fucking imagine all the discussions about all the shit we had to do with cars when I was a kid, my kids just get in the car and they just go. They just, they just drive. They don't bless it. They don't think about it. They don't talk to it. People used to talk. Come on, baby. Come on, don't fail me now. But you had to, like, remember you do that thing where it's like, oh, I'm going to give the dashboard a hand job. So the... My car will, will spring to life after I do that. But I was thinking about it. As far as being a kid or being young or whatever, you young people, you can't use cars as an excuse anymore. See, if we didn't want to go to work or we didn't want to go on a date or we didn't want to go to our parents or we didn't want to do anything, we'd just blame the car, right? Like, oh, I just wanted a car took a shit. 
I don't know if it's a battery. I don't know what it is. Like, you just go to the bus, and no one would ever question you. You can't do that when you're driving a new Tesla or a new Dually or a new Tercel. Or, wait a minute, there are no new Tercels. <laughs> The hell time is it? All right, let's do one more. What do we got there? Placenta. Placenta. A lot of people uh, saving the placenta. Is that the thing? You're a doctor. You know about that, right? Yeah, they, they, for the stem cells, they used to they, really push that, yeah. Where, where, uh, see, now, here's the, whole, here's the whole thing about saving placenta. Like, okay, first things first. I got twins. I had to go through this whole rigmarole. One of the things they got into was uh, cutting the umbilical cord. They're like, <laughs> okay, first six first. I'm the worst dad in the world. They're like, you want to cut the umbilical cord? I'm like, absolutely not. No. <laughs> this is a doctor asking me. If I was like, oh, you want to come to my, I, I should just turn the tables on them. Okay, you want to come to my house and do some roofing? No? Well, then shut the fuck up and do your job then. What am I paying you for? I want to be smoking a cigar drunk somewhere in a waiting room from 1957. Not in the fucking shit. I don't want to be... I don't want to spill the same blood and the same mud as the old lady and the kids. I don't even want to be in the room. And then there's a lot of shit they tell you you're going to regret, you know? There's like, well... if you. You don't cut that umbilical cord, you're going to regret it. Really? I cannot imagine the scenario 30 years from now when I'm plowing a streetwalker and I stop mid-stroke and go, you know what I'm missing? Boy, do I regret not cutting the umbilical cord. So they were like, you want to do it? All right, here's what a horrible dad I am. And this is an absolutely true story. Even after the ultrasound, we did, did the whole ultrasound thing. They did the, the thing where they make, you know, they take the Dijonets and they... <laughs> Somebody's got to put a carburetor on one of those squeeze bottles. It's the worst sound ever, you know? You don't want that sound... Yeah, you don't want a stranger making that sound on your wife's belly. That's your territory. That's sacred ground. I'm going to be the one that's going to be doing a on that part of her body. Not you. Me. So put a fucking carb on that thing or some kind of vacuum release. But they get this shit out and they're like... You know, they do that thing. And then they go... I go, uh, sorry, I know, because it's so cold. Because, you know, we keep it in an ice box, like, uh, next to the salmon. It's like, okay. Hey, there should be a warmer for the stuff. But they do the... They do the ultrasound, and uh, when they were done doing the ultrasound, and then they start telling you, you know, that's your son, you can, that's your son, that's your daughter over there. Your daughter, ooh, I, your daughter already hates you, I can tell by the... <laughs> Pick that up. Been a tech long enough to know when a daughter hates her father, but... They do that thing, and then when I was done, you know, it's this weird, looks like two gerbils wrestling over an acorn or something. It's like they're fucking weird, and they barely have skin, and it's all fucked up, and they're all eyeballs and nutsack, and this, it's like, I, and it's all black and white. And then when I was done, the, the tech chick, she's like, uh, she goes, 
hey, you forgot the tape. I got the tape. They went to tape. And I was like, now? <laughs> She's like, you need the tape. First off, for when would you ever, uh, you know when you would look at that tape? You would look at that tape the night after your girl ODs on fentanyl. That's it. Or your son goes gay. Whatever, you, whatever your thing is. Whatever's worse for you. The point is this. That's when you would look. You would never look at that fucking tape. But the, the person goes, the person, she goes, uh, she goes, uh, you should take the tape. I go, nah, I don't want to. She goes, she goes, uh, I remember this like it was yesterday. She goes, how would it hurt? And I said, how would it help? <laughs> Can't answer? You keep the tape. Cut the umbilical cord. By the way, what they don't, what they don't tell you uh, about cutting the umbilical cord. Has anyone, anyone done that here? It, 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 so I said I wasn't no fucking part of this procedure. I'm not a doctor. I'm not scrubbing into this. I'm going to be standing as far away as I can. I don't want anything to do with this, you know? She's like, like, and they pulled the kids out and they put them in like a, I don't know, a Petri dish or pie container or something. Of, like, it's basically a litter box, essentially. They put them in a litter box and they're like, Oh, now cut the umbilical cord. I'm like, it's not attached to anything anymore. Like, oh, it's a ceremonial cutting. And I'm like, okay, so the next time I open a shopping mall, you get a three-piece suit, and I'll give you a silver shovel, and then you turn over the first scoop of dirt, and then hand it to a Mexican and go home. Because that's essentially... That's essentially what we're doing here. All right, put your hands together for Phil over there. Who's the, who's the neuroradiologist? All right, I want to thank uh, Kyle Dunnigan for coming in here or zooming in here tonight. I want to thank Dr. Phil. I want to thank Paul Bryan and Dawson. Until next time, this is Adam Carolla saying mahalo. Follow the Adam Carolla Show on Twitter at Adam Carolla Show. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Carolla. Catch Gina Grad on the podcast, Easy Listening. Paul Bryan on the podcast, Film Ball. And me, Kaylin, Matt, Gary, and Chris on the water tour. Leave us a voicemail at 888-634-1744. And pick up tickets to see who is man, books, movies, and more at adamcarolla.com. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting, you want to save some money? How about your bundle? Bundle your policies at GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save at GEICO. That is GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com.